Hey, what is going on, guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here. It's right on the Monday Night Football Showdown slate between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports sites. I do want to say thank you guys again for all support of all those who came out to support the Twitch stream today. Streamed with uh, my friend Connor Jones. Um, so if you guys checked out that stream today, we went for about two hours. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, the, the week three overview for me, I'll go over it in my early look for week four, go over my lineup, but it was pretty solid. Uh, won a majority of my cash games, just missed in GPP. So about a break even, profited a little bit for me, but we'll talk about more uh, about that in my look back um, in my early look video for week four. Um, also, uh, if you guys cannot watch the YouTube videos, I do upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the description below, which is at the DK DFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump to the video. So really, really excited to talk about this one. This should be one of the best games of the year. Chiefs Ravens. Uh, it's a million dollars to first two millionaire maker showdown slate. So, um, yeah, this one is, it's going to be fun to break down. Uh, should be a ton of points scored in this one. Both quarterbacks have rushing upside. Um, all right, before we get into the breakdown, let's first take a look at the Vegas odds, and then we can take a look at some snap counts for both teams to kind of see where things are, are playing out, um, and then we can get to the player-by-player player breakdown. So, um, Chiefs-Ravens, it's a 55 over-under. Ravens are currently three-and-a-half-point favorites. So, let's review the snap counts here. We'll go over from week two, the most recent week. Uh, you guys can look back for, for week one if you want to. Um, I just use football outsiders for, uh, for these stats for, for snap counts. So the Raven situation running back, at least it's yeah, kind of a headache, right? Uh, three headed monster there with Ingram, with Gus Edwards, with JK Dobbins, not great for DFS. Um, I guess we'll talk about more in the, in the breakdown, but it's hard to really trust one of those Ravens running backs when it, it literally is a three headed monster. As far as the wide receiver situation go, it's a little it's a little bit more clear, right? There's the three main wide receivers, and they get the majority of, of the work, right? Boykin, Brown, Willie Sneed, all hovering around the 60 to 75% range. Um, all three are in play in this slate. Um, so that's really it for, for wide receiver and the Ravens. Let's talk about their tight ends. So uh, they do run two tight ends a lot here with Boyle and Mark Andrews. Andrews is clearly, obviously, the better pass-catching tight end. But Boyles, you know, at least in consideration because he's out there a bunch, but uh, more out there for his blocking ability. As far as Kansas City and the running back situation, CEH or Clyde Edwards Hilaire is their lead back. He played on 62% of the snaps last game, but they did incorporate Darwin Thompson and Darrell Williams a bit too. So, um, you know, you can feel a little bit more comfortable with CEH. Like he's probably the running back you can you have the most confidence in because of, you know, he's probably going to get the most touches, whereas the Ravens are the three-headed monster, and then, you know, Thompson, Williams probably aren't going to get a ton of work unless something does happen to CEH. Wide receiver situation for the Chiefs, a Tyreek Hill is going to play most of the game. He played 90% of snaps last game. Watkins was a little banged up. He is questionable, but he is practicing, so I think he's going to give it a go. Uh, you know, it was it was about 60% for all three uh, of Hardman, Robinson, and Watkins. I think Watkins snaps probably do go up this game if he is available. Um, and, and then Hardman Robinson kind of fight for, for that number three role. Uh, but both should get, you know, a decent amount of, of playing time as well. Uh, Pringle did get a few snaps, but uh, really that's just a dart throw on this slate. Tight end situation, Kelsey, like Hill, going to play most of the game. Almost 100% of the snaps, 96%. Kaiser played on 14%. So, um, again, nothing more than a dart throw there. Uh, but, yeah, that's really the look of the snap counts. So, 
let's get into the player by player breakdown. We'll talk about it for flex, and then at the end, I'll kind of go over where where I'm looking for captain. Um, but got to start with the two quarterbacks here in Lamar Jackson in Patrick Mahomes. I always talk about on these showdown slates. Um, you know, normally the GPP winning lineup has either a running back or a wide receiver in it, but this is a different situation, right? We have quarterbacks. Both quarterbacks uh, have huge rushing upside, and both just have huge upside in general, right? Two of the top quarterbacks in the NFL right now, uh, in Lamar Jackson, in Patrick Holmes. I, I mean, personally, the way that I'm going about this slate, I'm just playing both quarterbacks and moving on. Um, I don't necessarily think both are, are must plays because you know you are going to have to sacrifice a lot to get him in there, right? Lamar's at 13K, Patrick Mahomes is at 12K, but there are cheaper options down below that I think you can do it, and that's the direction that I'm going. I'm just going to jam in the two top quarterback or the two quarterbacks because both just have that rushing upside, both have just enormous upside in general. So really uh, gotta like both quarterbacks. That's not going to be a contrarian take at all. Clearly, like both are going to be super super popular, even at their respective prices. But um, it's just the floor is super super high. Um, you know, for, for a cash game setting, if you're playing head-to-heads, just play both quarterbacks, right? Just play both quarterbacks and move on. Simple. So who do I prefer with Lamar versus Mahomes? It's a tough one. Um, again, both have rushing upside. Um, I think I would just slightly, slightly prefer Lamar Jackson because I like the matchup a little bit better for him versus uh, Mahomes going up against, you know, I think the Ravens defense is a little bit better than the Chiefs, but Really, that's not a strong take, right? And I, like I said, I am playing both quarterbacks. So Lamar Jackson, uh, again, he's, he's a guy who can get it done through the air and the ground, uh, averaging about 50 yards in the ground uh, so far this season. Definitely has upside. He's gone for over 100 yards a couple times last year. He has that potential. Mahomes definitely can go for like 50 yards in the ground. He went for uh, six rushes, 50 yards uh, on the ground last game. So, yeah, really, really do like both quarterbacks. Um, and I think for, for a cash game, for a head-to-head uh, setting, you play both of them. Let's now move on to, um, you know, I guess their main weapons here for, for each team. So we have Kelsey at the top at 10, Ty- uh, Tyreek Hill at 9-2. Uh, my breakdown of these guys is I think Kelsey has the slightly higher floor, whereas Tyreek Hill, in my opinion, has a little bit higher of a ceiling. So both are, are certainly in play here, Hill or Kelsey at 10, uh, Tyreek Hill at 9-2. But if you're going to play both quarterbacks, they're going to be tricky to get in, right? So... Or you can you can take the shot and you know maybe fade one quarterback. It's a risky approach, but like I said, I don't think both quarterbacks are must plays because of their respective prices. I'm gonna play both, but I don't necessarily think you have to play both. But yeah, with Kelsey versus Hill, like I said, I think that the floor is a little bit higher on Kelsey, uh, whereas the ceiling might be a little bit higher on Hill. But you can't go wrong with either. It's just you know kind of uh, the salaries, right? 10k, 9.2k. We're not giving these guys a great discounts, and if you're playing both quarterbacks, it's going to make it tricky to get to one of these guys. So, like the upside in both, uh, it's just a price point thing. You know, can you fit them in there with both quarterbacks? Well, let's just say we throw Lamar, we throw Mahomes in there, and we throw Travis Kelsey. You, you can still do it, right? Five K remaining, you still have to place them on the captain spot, but it, it's at least doable. <clears throat> All right, so talk about the, the main you know targets there for, for the Chiefs with, with Kelsey with Hill. Right? They're both going to play basically the whole game. You can't go wrong with either. It's just, you know, what fits with your roster construction. Um, we have Hollywood Brown at 8-4. So he has that big play upside. But for me, I would probably feel a little bit more comfortable getting to Tyreek Hill for more or for Kelsey a little bit more. Um, like, he's been solid. Uh, five catches, first couple of games. And he, like I said, he does have that big play upside. But when he's at 
he's really close to Hill and Kelsey and Price. I just feel a little bit more comfortable w- with those two guys. But that doesn't make Hollywood Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, out of play. I still think he's playable at, at this price. For me, though, I think it's just a more contrarian option. The upside is through the roof, but I think I feel a little bit more comfortable with some of the cheaper uh, Ravens receivers who we'll get to in a bit. So not saying Marquise Hollywood Brown's out of play. Big play upside is 100% there, but if I was going to spend up on like a main target here other than a quarterback, I think I'd feel a little more comfortable going to Hill, going to uh, Travis Kelsey. That's Clyde edwards Lairs at 7-8. He's the running back you can feel the most comfortable with just because uh, he should get a majority of the work. He had six catches and eight targets in a game. They were playing from behind a bit there, which is good to see. right? He's he's a guy that can utilize both on the ground and through the air. We saw on the ground week one. We saw in the air week two. So, sure, the matchup isn't you know amazing. Ravens defense has been pretty solid, but doesn't worry me too much. He is, you know, he's going to be a guy that probably gets 60 to 70% of the running back work. So, I think Clyde Edwards-Flair is a safer option. Um, does he have that big play upside with with Kelsey and with, with Hill? I think I like the upside a little bit more on those guys. But again, CH can definitely break a long one, right? It's in the cards, right? If they get down, um, you know, near the goal line, he probably will get get the work too. So um, I don't have an issue with Clyde Edwards-Flair. I think he's a he's definitely the safest running back play on the slate. But seven eight, not really getting him an amazing discount either. And I think I do like the upside a little bit more with Hill with Kelsey, but. Um, quarterbacks, running backs, they do have the highest floor. So if you're just a guy going for the floor for, for the cash games, you probably play both quarterbacks and maybe a guy like Clyde or Solaire. So Mark Ingram is going to be a fade for me at 6'8". I just don't – he is – he's super touchdown dependent. And with it being a three-headed monster, like all three running backs are going to be incorporated. Ingram, sure, he, he can get 10 to 15 carries, but that's probably at most what he's going to get. He's not really going to utilize a whole lot through the air either. Like it just it doesn't make sense for me to to get to Mark Ingram over Clyde Edwards Clyde Edwards Solaire, right? Edwards Solaire is gonna be um, you know, they're not really their workhorse, but he's gonna be out there majority of the game, again, sixty to seventy percent, I would say, whereas Ingram's gonna be like thirty to forty percent of snaps. So when they're at a similar price, I'm just gonna give the edge the edge to Clyde Edwards Solaire. I feel more comfortable with him. And like I said, he will get a little bit more involved uh, in the pass game, whereas Ingram not so much. So is Ingram out of play? No. Again, a contrarian option. He's not someone I'm going to get to at his price. If he was like in the 4K range, he would be he would be more viable. But 6-8 is just, it's just too much for me to pay for Mark Ingram. Then they have the backup quarterbacks listed on here. Uh, J.K. Dobbins at 5-6 is going to be another stay away for me. Uh, I'm just not, you know, we're not getting any of these Ravens running backs at discounts. And Lamar uh, is going to keep it himself a lot too. So... I just I don't want to play a running back in in a, in a committee in a three headed monster uh, when they're priced up right. We're not getting discounts on these guys. If they were at playable like three to four k range, they would be more playable. But five six for J K Dobbins and six eight for uh, for Mark Ingram, like personally as a one lineup guy, uh, I just can't do it. Now sure you're making 150 lineups, of course you can get exposure, but. For me, I think the Ravens running backs, at least the top two guys, are just contrarian plays on this slate. Now, Sammy Watkins, this is something to monitor. He was listed as questionable with a you know, concussion neck injury. Um, he did practice, though, and he practiced in full capacity, so that gives me confidence that he's going to play. Um, he is very, very like up and down, boomer bust. We saw it last year with the big game one. We kind of saw it this year with the big game one, right? So does it just go downhill for Sammy Watkins like it did last year? Well, again, that's what we saw last year. We saw the big game one, and then it was just all downhill for Sammy. But 
I think he does get a majority of the snaps. I would say 70-ish percent of the snaps certainly makes him in play. He's got Patrick Mahomes as quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a fine option. He's a little bit riskier, uh, obviously dealing with, with an injury, but looks like he's going to be uh, good to go. So I think Sammy Watkins is certainly playable here at that price. McCole Hardman does take a slight hit with uh, Sammy Watkins playing. I think the snaps do go down for him. By, high, by how much, though, is the question. Um, they got him. They have Demarcus Robinson. I think they kind of fight for that number three role. I would say both probably hover around the 50% snap uh, rate, like around there. Um, but, yeah, Hardman hasn't really done a whole lot. Uh, only uh, one and two catches the first couple of weeks. But we have seen big games from him last year. He still has that big play upside. And 4.6K is a playable price point. So, I do think he's a slightly riskier option as well, but he should get a deep, like again, if I had to guess, I would say 50-ish percent of the snaps certainly makes him in play here at, at 4-6. Willie Sneed, so talk about Hollywood Brown, how I think he's slightly more of a contrarian play because we have these cheap Ravens receivers. Willie Sneed at 4-4 uh, is going to get a majority of work. He played on uh, about over 60% of the snaps. And sure, he doesn't have that type of upside as Hollywood Brown. But you're also getting him at, at a huge discount here at 4-4. So if you're a guy like me that's going to play both quarterbacks, you're going to need some cheaper options. A guy like Willie Sneed is definitely someone I'm interested in because um, this, the snap should be there. He's a guy that um, I don't really know if he has that you know, huge big play upside in him, but I don't think he's necessarily going to kill me either at this price. So Willie Sneed is someone I'm certainly looking to as a value option. The two kickers are viable, especially in a game like this where there should be a ton of points scored, too. Both are good kickers, too, in Tucker and uh, in Buckner. Both are two of the top kickers in the league, in my opinion. Um, so I think both kickers are, are playable here, really. Like, they have the upside to go for, for 15 or so, um, and there should be a ton of points scored in this one, like I said. So I, I do kind of like both kickers here. Would I play both in a GPP lineup? Probably not, but... I think getting to one kicker in your lineup is not a bad idea at all. So definitely considering the kickers here in a game, there should be a ton of points scored. As far as the defenses, so I'm not going to get to them. I know the Ravens have been really good defensively, but this is just a different matchup here against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I know the Chargers did kind of hold them in check, but I'm not banking on that again here for the Ravens. So I'm going to pass on the defenses. If you want to pick a defense, the Ravens would be the defense I would feel a little bit more comfortable with. But still, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm going to get to him in a game that, that should uh, be a shootout here. Miles Boykin, another cheap option that I like. Four and five targets the first couple weeks is good to see. Also a guy that played in about 70% of the snaps. Um, he does have the big play upside too. And 3.4K is a very, very fair price. So I have interest in these cheap receivers. Uh, Boykin, Sneed, Hardman, Sammy Watkins. Um, we'll get to... Um, I guess we can talk about Demarcus Robinson now at 3K. Six and four targets the first couple games. Another guy that you know should get probably at least 50% or so of the snaps. Price is very fair. So these are the cheap guys I'm considering. Again, if you're if you're gonna follow my lead and play both quarterbacks, uh, like there's there's definitely some good cheap options down here. Again, the defenses, I'm probably gonna stay away from. If you can maybe pick, I would go the Ravens, but I'm not gonna prioritize either. Um, the Kansas City running backs in Williams and in Darwin Thompson are just more contrarian options uh, just because of the snap counts. They're not going to play a ton unless something happens to CEH. So 
probably not going to get to him if it wasn't a play, uh, a cheap Kansas City back. I think I would go Darwin Thompson. I think I'd like upset a little bit more on him versus Darrell Williams. But, again, they're nothing really more than a, a super, super risky dart throw on the site. So, if you're making, like, one lineup, it's hard to really recommend those guys with confidence. Obviously, you're making multiple lineups, you can get, you know, a little bit of exposure to these guys. Gus Sutter is at 1-6. Like, he's the guy that I would feel the most comfortable with for the Ravens running back situation, right? Because it should be split pretty evenly. Um, and I think he, he gets a decent amount of work. I uh, did have 10 carries, 73 yards. Now, sure, right, um, that game uh, was uh, got a little bit out of hand, so maybe he got a little bit more work because of that. But if I was going to play one of these Baltimore Ravens running backs, I think I would just take the shot at Edwards and hope he gets, you know, still a decent amount of work. But I don't think I'm going to really get to any of them. Um, for the reason of no one's going to see, just no one's going to see a ton of work. And like I said, Lamar Jackson will keep it himself a lot too. And yeah, so Nick Boyle's at $800 and he's more out there for his blocking, but three and one target the first couple weeks. Like he's a, he's a guy that all you need is just for him to catch a touchdown. That's it. So don't rule out Nick Boyle, right? He is someone that played a ton. Right, if you go to Baltimore and their tight ends, 78% of the snaps. So he's going to be out there for most of the game. All you need is for him to catch like one touchdown. That's it. So Boyle is a risky play, but he's playable at a price below $1,000. I'm not going to get to Pringle. Um, Devin uh, Duvernay, Duvernay, I probably mispronounced that. He's gotten a little bit of work for Baltimore, but not enough for me to, to consider him either. Kaiser's the backup tight end for Kansas City, but it's not like he played only like 14% of the snaps. So that's really it for, for the running back situation. Like Justice Hill is, I don't know if he's going to be on the active roster. Um, we'll see. I mean, he hasn't got any work yet. He was dealing with uh, with an injury, but uh, not not confident he would play either. Um, Sherman is, is their fullback for Kansas City. Um, did have one rushing attempt. Again, maybe he gets a goal line carry, but... Um, that's really it for, for the break, the player by player breakdown for this, uh, for the showdown site. So what am I thinking for captain? Well, I like getting to one of those quarterbacks in the captain spot. I don't think not, again, I don't think you necessarily have to, but that's the direction that I'm leaning. So like getting to Lamar or Mahomes, I told you guys I'm playing both. So if I play Lamar in the captain spot, I'm probably going to get, try to get at least one of his receivers. I don't think you have to play normally. If I play quarterback in the captain spot, I'll try to get at least two. But like I said, Lamar will keep it himself a lot. So it's a little bit different situation. I don't necessarily think you have to play two receivers, but I probably will try to play at least one Baltimore receiver. So whether it be Hollywood Brown or Andrews or Sneed or, or uh, Miles Boykin, right? So make sure you get a little bit of correlation. As far as if I was going to play uh, Patrick Mahomes in the captain spot, I think I would go two of the Chiefs receivers because, sure, he's a guy that can get it done on the ground too, but Lamar's Lamar will focus more on the ground. Mahomes can get, you know, will focus a little bit more through the air. So I'd probably, if I was playing Mahomes in the captain spot, I think I would try to get two of, of his receivers. So if you want to spend up in either Hill or, or Kelsey or go down to some cheaper options, which are viable, right, Watkins, Hardman, Robinson, all three of those cheap receivers are certainly, certainly in play. So that's the direction I'm thinking for the quarterbacks. You can definitely go, so you don't have to play quarterback in the captain spot, right? The big play upside in Tyreek Hill, um, Hollywood Brown, I think goes a little bit lower owned. But like I said, he's got that big play ability as well. Um, you know, you could go for like a Clyde Edwards for Lair, who, who should get, you know, a majority of the snaps there for Kansas City. Or... If you want to get a little bit different, risky, 
maybe take a shot in one of these cheap receivers, right? Um, and then if you do that, it does open up more for you to get, you know, probably another star in your lineup. So let's just say we throw, I don't know, Miles Boykin in the captain spot, right? So if I was going to do that, I told you guys I'm, I'm going to play both quarterbacks in Lamar and Mahomes. Then you have 6K remaining. You can probably get one of these, one more of these main guys in your lineup if you want to do that. So say you want to get Tyree Kill in there. Five, it's certainly doable, right? So um, that is always a, a ability you can consider. It's risky, but uh, does have upside if you if you can land correctly on the right captain, the, the right receiver that has that type of upside. But I think the safe approach and the way that I'm going to go is probably one of those quarterbacks in the captain spot. And I told you guys, I am going to play both quarterbacks on a slate like this. But I think that's going to do it for uh, today's video, uh, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. I will be live streaming for this one 30 minutes before lock on my YouTube channel, so be sure to check out the live stream, guys. I will go over everything and also answer any questions you guys have at the end. Um, yeah, like I said, really, really excited for this game. Chiefs, Ravens, million-dollar maker as well, so... Um, Thanks again, guys, for checking out the video, and I will see you all in the live stream tomorrow.